But unfortunately, Sakina, for people to understand, as you are asking, you are requesting, I need to start in 2021, because if I start now, it might still be confusing. I will leave things behind. You are aware that Americans moved out of Afghanistan in 2021 in August, after having been there for 20 years. And they made a statement that they are worried and concerned about people who worked for them for that period of 20 years, who are Afghan nationals but were waiting for the American government. They said they will be victimized, and they, they said maybe they should help them by giving them permanent residency in the U.S., which I thought was a very good, uh, very good humanitarian gesture for that matter or, or uh, in terms of their obligations anyway. So we thought it has got nothing to do with us. A few weeks later, in September, we received a letter from a lawyer here in South Africa, practicing wrote a board, but said to have studied in the state, and she said she's representing an NGO from the U.S., and she's writing to inform us that the, the, the NGO has organized two plane loads of Afghan refugees who are running away from Afghanistan, and they are going to land here in South Africa, and we must prepare for their landing and accept them. And then she went on to give us a long lecture, long lecture, I must say, of inter our international obligations and the laws with, and conventions we've entered, entered into and all that and all that. So that letter was to the president of the country, to the Minister of Home Affairs and the Minister of Delco. We discussed this matter, especially with the Minister of Delco. Delco released a statement. We rejected that and said, no, this thing doesn't make sense. And we forgot about it. Fast forward 2022. On the 14th of March, in Musina at Bay Bridge, our officials there received a letter from lawyers. This time, not from Rotoport, but here from Melrose Arc, a huge, huge law firm, because they wrote all their names there, showing that it's a very, very powerful law firm. The letter says, look, we are representing 22 people. They don't mention their nationality. They don't mention their names. They don't mention where they come from. They just said we are representing 22 people. Expect them, they'll be arriving at the border, and we request you to prepare a transit visa for them to enter South Africa and apply for asylum. While our officials were still surprised, a bus indeed arrived from Harare, carrying 22 Afghan nationals and three Americans uh, uh, who got into the... Uh, uh, one of the Americans got into the building and said, we are applying for asylum. And they said, with an American passport? They said, no, we've got 22 Afghan nationals here uh, who are going to apply for this asylum. Our officials asked that, please bring one of them who can speak English. Let's find out what it's all about. When he arrived, he's carrying an Afghan passport, and it's clear, I mean, it shows that they've actually entered uh, 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 Zimbabwe on the 20th of January. And in the passport, there's also a visa for Zimbabwe, that they've been given a visa to stay in Zimbabwe for 30 days. So the official said, no, this doesn't look like asylum. And he refused. And the American lady was furious. She said, look, I've already paid for this pass. Well, what do you mean, you know? So the official refused, handed them over to Zimbabwe, and they drove them to Harare. On Friday, the 17th, they then came back, this time with a court order, which was issued here in the High Court in Pretoria. And we were shocked. Time Within a few hours, a bus indeed arrived at a bridge, as the letter was saying. And this bus is killing. 22 Afghan nationals and three Americans. 
One of the Americans got into uh, the, 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 the border, uh, uh, what do you call a uh, building, and said, we are applying for asylum. And, and the official said, asylum with an American passport. What's, what's the story? said, no, we've got 22 Afghan missionaries in the bus. They asked one of them who understand English to come in. When they opened his passport, an Afghan passport, they found that actually they've been in Zimbabwe for 30 days. And they, they, they are on a visa. They've been given a visa to be in Zimbabwe for that 30 days. So the official refused and said, this doesn't look like asylum. And the lady was angry. She said, I've already paid for this pass uh, to bring these people here. You can't turn us away. The, our officials turned them away. The following day, they arrived back with a court order. That said, they, we must allow them to come in pending a full hearing on the 7th of March. But we were not in court, Sakina. Can you still hear me? We can still hear you, Minister. Yeah, we were not in court. And, and we were surprised why somebody go to litigate against us without sending us papers. And we discovered the trick here. The, gent, the people, this American NGO came to court here in Pretoria, but they sent the papers in Lucina at the Bay Bridge border post through an email, and they sent it to a junior official who doesn't sit in the office all the time because he's supervising the border. He discovered after four hours that he has got an email. By that time, they've already obtained a court order. But fortunately, we suspect that the courts, the judge saw something wrong. And in the order, he said he's giving us what in law they called a, what you call a right of anticipation to come to court within 24 hours to anticipate this date of the 7th. That hearing took place on Saturday afternoon, and the judge ruled that we don't have to implement that order. She's bringing forth the 7th to today. So as I'm speaking, Sakina, in three hours' time, the court will be sitting in Pretoria to hear this matter which could have been had on the 7th, while in the meantime we still refuse them entry. So, Minister, you also, you know, came out very strongly saying that uh, this seems to be an attempt by the uh, non-governmental organization involved to use the legal system to uh, ambush and undermine South African sovereignty. Uh, Care to explain that a little bit more, please? No, no. I was explaining to this issue, Sakina, of knowing very well that you are suing the Department of Home Affairs, whose head office is in Pretoria, the minister is in Pretoria, the DG is there, and you are coming to court in Pretoria, but you serve a junior official in Lucina just to show the court that I served them. Because what they did, they sent it by email to that junior official's email address, and then rushed to court with a stamp to show the judge that we have sent these people four hours ago and they are not responding, and this is an emergency. And they also presented during that period a document written in Arabic, which they said, I don't know whether they said it's a warrant of arrest or a death warrant coming from the Taliban against these people. It's not translated. We don't know its authenticity. And they present to court and say this matter is urgent. And so the, the judge grants them that agency, but I think she had, he had the presence of the mind to see that there's something fun here and added that home affairs is giving 24 hours to come and respond for themselves. That's why on Saturday we want to respond. So that's why I'm saying, obviously, it was the use of the legal system to ambush us and, and undermine our sovereignty. 
And, and, and just a final one, Minister. Have you engaged uh, the U.S. Embassy at all, uh, given how things have transpired? Uh, who else have you engaged in terms of uh, this particular matter and how it's playing out? Well, Sakina, these people say they are an American NGO. NGOs form outside government. They, they form outside the realm of government. And uh, we thought, what do we get at the U.S. Embassy? Ask them that there's some guys here who say they are an NGO for our country. And let me add Sakina. They call themselves an NGO, but I can't move any further than that. Let me stop there. They say they are an NGO, but uh, we don't think it will be fair to go to the uh, American embassy because like any NGO that emerges from South Africa, they can't, other countries can't hold the South African government responsible for the activities of that NGO. Have you done any um, uh, research into the said NGO just to determine uh, who the uh, people are, the actors in that particular organization, and what may be their motivation for acting, as you would put it, underhandedly in this regard? Well, Home Affairs is a security department. We can't live without doing something like that. Of course we did. And was there anything that you found that you can share with us, Minister? No, unfortunately not. I can't. I, I can't, Sakina. I'm sorry about that. So it's an interesting one. You say uh, court is sitting this afternoon. Uh, Minister, please, uh, I would love to have, you know, a follow-up uh, tomorrow morning on this particular matter just to get, uh, you know, the latest in terms of what is actually going on. But thank you so much for engaging us, uh, Home Affairs Minister Dr. Aaron Mutsualedi. And you heard it there. It, 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 it really is a rather bizarre story. Uh, so you have these 22 uh, people arriving at the Bikebridge uh, border post and uh, they 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 uh, need to be allowed in as per this NGO uh, to apply for asylum in South Africa, but no names were given. Uh, people arrived from Harare, and uh, as you now hear, the case is now before the courts. We'll keep you up to speed with these developments.